0: And here's the moment we've all been waiting for. 16 days trapped down a well with nothing but a tube of toothpaste to survive on. Ken Kaneko, how do you feel after your epic ordeal? I just want
1: to say with all my heart, try my spring mix greens. I guarantee it will become your go-to base for any salad.
2: Local farmer Ken Kaneko believes his forward greens are so delicious he just wants you to try them. Get a VIP coupon at forwardgreens.com and get your forward greens at
3: Safeway and Albertsons.
2: How
4: does it feel to be alive, Ken? Almost as good as my arugula.
0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Amos and Andy Show. Well, everything seems to be calm and peaceful at the moment with our Harlem friends. Andy finally located Madam Queen and got everything settled with her. There doesn't seem to be any trouble in sight, but with the boys, you never can tell. Right now, Amos and the Kingfish are in the office discussing Andy's feeling for Madam Queen.
1: Oh, I'm telling you, Kingfish, the way Andy looks at Madam Queen, I can tell that he is in love with her again. Yeah, I still don't believe it, Amos. I always say that you can't cook an omelet but once. And I'm going to tell you another thing. When a souffle goes flat, you can't pump it up again. (laughs) Yeah, but it seems like every day Andy seems to learn more and more about less and less. (laughs) I tell you, you Amos, another thing. Uh, Come in, Henry. Hiya, Mr. Van Porter.
4: Well, hello, boys. Hello, I
1: only have a minute. I thought it was my duty as a friend to call on you in person, Kingfish, and remind you that your accident insurance policy lapses in about a week. A renewal is in order. Oh, that's a good thing to keep up, Kingfish. I don't agree with you. I've been paying all year on that accident insurance, and ain't nothing happened to me. Well, like one of the insurance companies say, coming events don't necessarily cast their shadows on the sands of time beforehand. <laughs> uh, this has been a one-sided deal. Accidents seem to have a knack of picking out people that ain't insured to happen to. Oh, I tell you, every night when I go to bed, I think about it. I say, here I is without a busted bone or nothing. I is getting cheated. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't say that, Kingfish, because insurance is one of the finest things in the world. Absolutely. Our insurance statistics show that within the next ten years, four out of five of our policyholders will have accidents. Oh, schooner, Yes? Uh, when has you got me scheduled for? <laughs> no, no, Kingfish, you don't understand. I advise you strongly to renew your policy. And remember, my only interest in it is as a friend and a human manitarian. Yeah, well, I'll think it over, Henry. Yes, and don't forget, your policy lapses next week. Well, I'll run along now. All right. Uh, well, I'll walk over. Yeah, I- I'll-, I'll walk out to the front door with you, going over to Anders' office. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, walk over there with you, Kingsley. Well, I must get back to my office and send out some checks to insured people. Hmm. You know, when we have a patient in the hospital, it's our custom to pay them right at the door as they go in. Sure It's our pay-as-you-enter clause. More. Uh... <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I'll let you know about the renewal, Henry. Uh, we gonna, uh, cut across here and drop over to Anders' office.
4: Yes, well, I'll get on to my place, uh... Here, Kingfish, have a cigar.
1: Oh, thank you, Henry. Thank you. I'll give the policy double reciteration. Well, so long, Mr. Van Porter. Goodbye, boys. Uh, want to cut across to the other side, Kingfish? Yeah, let me light this cigar here. I think it's a five center. <laughs> yeah, there's one thing about Henry. Uh, look out for that car, Kingfish. <laughs> Kingfish, is you hurt? Emma. Oh, Emma. <laughs>
3: I'm certainly glad you brought him right here to the hospital.
1: Yeah, I put him right in the taxicab, Sapphire. Yeah, how you feeling, Kingfish? Oh, feel fine, feel fine. Of course, uh, that don't mean that I ain't hurt, though, you know.
3: Well, where you feel any pain at, George?
1: Well, it's hard to say, honey, but wherever the doctor's going to say I is hurt, that's where I feel it.
3: Oh, I see. Well, whatever it is, it don't sound serious.
1: Well, to tell you the truth, it was the Kingfish's fault. Well, first of all, he was jaywalking. Second, he wasn't looking where he was going. And the next thing, he was lighting a seagull while he was crossing the street in the middle of the block. And then on top of everything, the automobile didn't hit him. He walked into the side of the car when it was passing. <laughs> <laughs> the man was nice about it, though. He even gave him his name and address. Well, now, wait a minute, Amos. Wait a minute. The Kingfish has got a case. He's claiming he's suffering from shock.
3: George, let me fix your pillar here.
1: Yeah, you know, honey, you was lucky to be married to such a good provider as I is going to be.
0: Yes, we sure is lucky, George. Uh
1: Look, Kingfish, I really don't think there's anything wrong with you. Well, I know this much. Uh, it's going to take me a year to get over the shock. Yeah, it'll be easy a year, counting the relapses and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, don't forget I am suffering from mental anguish, too, you know. Yeah, hey, there's another two months right there, you know. Sure oh, I tell you, I'm going to get a hold of the lawyer for you and take care of this whole business. You know, laying here in the hospital on these white sheets is high living. My advice to the world is to always carry plenty of insurance. I is resting in bed at $25 a week.
4: Come in, Hendricks. Thank you. Do you want to see me, Mr. Hitchcock? Uh, Sit down. According to our report here, we seem to be getting too many accident claims. The uh, proportion is wrong. I agree with you, Mr. Hitchcock. I'm perfectly willing to have the Progressive Insurance Company pay all just claims. But on the other hand, we want to make sure that these claims are justified. And uh, some of them bear investigation. What would you like to have me do? I've sent for Irene Johnson. Uh, She's the young girl who lives in Harlem. She's our investigator up there. She's waiting outside. Wait a minute. I'll get her in.
2: Yes, Mr. Hitchcock.
4: Uh, Send Irene Johnson in here.
2: Yes, sir.
4: Any particular case you're thinking of, Mr. Hitchcock? Oh, come in, Miss Johnson. Uh, You know Mr. Hendricks, our assistant manager.
3: Oh, yes. Glad to see you.
4: How are you? Miss Johnson, we've got a few leads on this George Kingfish Stevens accident claim in Harlem.
3: Yes, sir.
4: Now, here's the idea. I want you to go to Harlem and contact a man by the name of Andrew H. Brown. We found out that he is Stevens' best friend. And uh, <clears throat> by your usual procedure, find out all you can about the Stevens accident. You remember how you handled the Hillman case? Yes, sir.
3: You say his name is Andrew Brown?
4: Yes, and we're anxious to make sure if this case justifies payment.
3: Leave it to me, Mr. Hitchcock. I'll get on it right away. <laughs>
1: did you send for me? Yeah. (laughs) Sit down, Lightning. Sit down. If I was over at the hospital and I see the kingfish, he sure do feel fine for a man that's so sick, don't he? Yeah. (laughs) Lucky he got hit before his insurance policy done lapsed up on him. Well, what's wrong with him? Well, he got what they call insurance company shock. (laughs) Uh, How bad is his shock? Well, he's claiming that the shock was 25 volts a week at a dollar a volt. <laughs> he didn't act that way to me. He's going to try to collect isn't he? Oh, he can't miss. He's got the insurance company behind the eight ball. Yeah. You see, he was not only hit, but he was knocked down, both. <laughs> now, that's where the double indemnified clause comes in. I'm so sure sorry to hear that. He a... Oh, wait, wait a minute, Lightning, wait a minute. Yeah, Hello?
3: Hello. Could I speak to Mr. Brown? Uh,
1: this is Mr. Brown speaking.
3: Oh, well, my name is Irene Johnson.
1: Uh, who?
3: Irene Johnson. You remember, I met you at the Savoy Ballroom around Christmas time, and you told me to call you.
1: Uh, who? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 what is the name?
3: Irene Johnson. You remember, you told me you thought I was pretty.
1: Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I remember you. I, uh, uh, at the Savoy, huh?
3: Mm-hmm. I've been away, and I just got back in town, and I thought I'd call you and see if you remembered me.
1: Remember you? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh, what's the name again? <laughs> Johnson. Oh, show Irene Johnson, yeah. Uh, what you doing tonight, Irene? Uh, how about us having supper?
3: Oh, that'd be fine. I'm gonna be shopping and maybe I could stop by your office around six, hmm?
1: Okay, I'll wait for you in front of the office.
3: All right, Mr. Brown. I'll see you at six. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning? Aye, aye, sir. Go up to my room and press my blue suit right away. Another woman has done lost her head over me. All right, sir. I'll whiz over right away.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Whiz fast, too. Whiz fast. Well, hi, fellas. Oh, come in, Amos. Come uh, in. Here. Sit down, Miss Amos. i just leaving. I'll take care of everything, Miss Andy, so you can get dressed up for the gal. Yeah. So long. So long, so long. Well, what's this about the gal? Oh, a new gal by the name of Irene Johnson that I done met once and forgot. She found me again, though. Yeah. Oh, I tell you, Amos, I don't know what it is about me. I draws women to me. I is a regular human maggot, you know it? I'm going to tell you something. I thought you was going with Madam Quinn. Well, I is going with her, but a guy has got to have a spare, ain't he? <laughs> tell me this: is you gonna let Madame Queen know that you were seeing another gal? You liable to get in trouble there. Well, Amos, I'm gonna tell you: a great lover on today's market has got to know how to juggle women. Yeah. You got to keep them apart. Uh-huh. It's that old thing that's in the book that some other great lover writ: "Never the twain shall meet." <laughs> special if you happen to be with one of them. <laughs> uh, come in, brother Andy, come in. Oh, hello, how you doing, Kingfish? How you doing? Is it getting monotonous, uh, staying in bed there? Oh, no, no, I was free to get out of bed and walk around the halls if nobody sees me. Yeah. well, that's good, that's good. And I just want to tell you, Andy, that in my great trouble... I ain't forgot our dear Lord, the Mister Knights of the Sea. That's the stuff. In roaming around the halls and rooms here, I's done signed up four new members and collected the dues from them. Yeah. Yeah, I got a fifth one, too, but I ain't quite sure about getting his dues. Why not? Well, when I signed him, he was still under the effects of the antiseptic. Oh. Uh, tell me this. What has you done done? Well, what do you want me to do? Yeah, that's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to get me a doctor. Find a doctor that knows a case of shock when he sees it. Uh Uh-huh. And even when he don't see it. Yeah, sure. Now, look here. Send him over here to give me a complete examination. You see, when I puts in my claim to the insurance company, I want to make sure that I ain't overlooking no possibilities. Yeah. All right, I'll send a doctor over here. Yeah, get me a good doctor. Yeah, I knows one that the minute you walk in his office, he gets sad. Gets sad? Oh, yeah. He can always find something wrong. Yeah. I'll have him here in the morning. Oh, that's good. Uh, where are you going now? Well, I got to go home and dress. Uh, the love bug is nibbling at me again. <laughs> This is some nightclub, ain't it?
3: Oh, yeah. I've never been here before.
1: Yeah, well, you know, Irene, I liked you. Tell you the truth, I'd like to have a date with you every night in the week.
3: Oh, Andy, what about all your other girlfriends?
1: Oh, well, I can see them in the afternoon.
3: <laughs> oh, well, tell me, Andy, how are all your gentlemen friends?
1: Gentlemen friends? Oh, they mm-hmm. are fine. Uh... uh you don't mind if I hold your hand, Irene, do you?
3: Oh no. Uh, well, I'm I'm glad to hear they're all well.
1: Yeah. Show sure is nice holding hands, here, ain't it, Irene?
3: Yes, it is. Uh, anything new with any of your friends?
1: Listen, honey, I was paying fifty cents cover charge here. We can talk about my friends when we're walking home. <laughs>
3: The only reason I was interested was because you used to talk about that certain one so much. I think his name was, um, oh, yes, uh, the Kingfish.
1: Oh, yeah, well, I can't tell you nothing about the Kingfish.
3: Well, why not?
1: Oh, you see, he's in the hospital right now. He's laying over there, kind of running up a claim against the insurance company. He don't want nobody to know it. Oh,
3: insurance is a wonderful thing, all right.
1: Yeah, well, the reason I got to keep the whole thing strictly conferential is because he want to stay there as long as he can and get as much as he can, you see. Oh. He wasn't hurt. He was shocked. But, of course, you can't tell the insurance company that.
3: No. Well, I don't know anything about insurance.
1: Yeah, but you see, though, why I can't tell you nothing about the kingfish. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to say nothing that might get back to the insurance company. Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody knows who Andy's new girlfriend is, except Andy. Right now, she's back at the insurance company, talking with the manager and the company doctor.
4: Those are the facts, Dr. Smith, as reported by our investigator here, Irene Johnson. I see.
2: Did you see the patient at all, Miss Johnson?
3: No, Dr. Smith. I secured my information from his closest friend, a man by the name of Andrew Brown. He seems to be handing all of the details for this Kingfish Stevens.
2: Mm. I'm sorry I couldn't get to the insured sooner and make an examination, but we've had so many claims lately, I've been tied up. Well, Dr. Smith, when do you think you can see this man Stevens and make an examination? I'll go right out there this morning.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Kingfish, how are you? Oh, I tell you, I'm getting along. Uh, Wait a minute, uh, who is this? Your insurance agent, Henry Van Porter. Feel terrible, Henry. Feel terrible. <laughs> Bad shape. Well, just what is it that's wrong with you, Kingfish? Well, I know mostly that I was a victim of shock, Henry, and it hit me hard. Cause, well, you see, I ain't been insulated against that stuff.
4: <laughs> well, just what does a case of shock feel like, Kingfish?
1: Well, uh, it's the kind of a feeling that. Uh, well, uh, when you got it, uh, uh, you see, it, well, it's a thing that, well, the way it affects you, it makes you sort of a feeling that if you have it, it's just the opposite of the feeling that you has when you ain't got nothing. <laughs> <it. laughs> and at night, it's twice as bad. Well, it certainly sounds very mysterious,
4: Kingfish.
1: Yeah, or well, now, look, Henry... Oh, me. I'm trying to catch my breath here. Yeah. Uh, you say you pay your claims right at the door of the hospital, didn't you? That's right. I've been down there three times a day, and ain't nothing happened to me. But well, don't worry, now. The claim will be paid as soon as
4: uh, your injuries has been determined, the extent of them. Uh, the what? I say as soon as the uh, extent of your injuries is determined, the claim will be paid.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I got a uh, awful shaking up there. Uh, according to my calculations, I got knocked right into a higher bracket. That's what i done. Yes, well, I'll drop over today or tomorrow. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Well, oh, oh, oh. I believe I'll take another nap. I got to get plenty of rest and keep this shock in good shape. Oh, oh. oh, who is it now? Hello. Kingfish, this is Andy. Oh, yeah. Andy, how is you? Listen, I couldn't get that sour-faced doctor that I wanted to get, but the nurse in his office is sending over another nurse. And the way the nurse explained it to me... Now, wait a minute. He's sending over a doctor or a nurse? Who's going to send over here? (laughs) I say he's sending over another doctor. Oh, another doctor. Good. Yeah. The nurse explained it to me. The nurse did? Yeah. She said that he can find things wrong with you, too. Uh-huh. Now he ought to be there any time. Yeah. She was gonna to try to locate him while he was out on call. You was my pal, Andy. You were my pal. You know, I remember the last thing I thought of when the automobile hit me. I said to myself, I was gonna share this good fortune with my friend Andy. <laughs>
2: Pardon me, nurse. Where can I find the patient, George Stevens? I'm
3: sorry, there are no visitors allowed for another hour.
2: Uh, here's my card.
3: Dr. C. Harvey Smith, medical examiner, progressive insurance company. Oh, Dr. Smith, of course.
2: I'd like to examine the patient.
3: Well, you'll find him right across the hall, room two o two. Thank you. Oh,
2: come in. Mr. Stevens? Uh, is, uh, you the doctor? Yes, I'm here to make an examination. Oh, great. Well, Mr. Stevens, how do you feel?
1: Uh, well, just between the two of us, I feel fine. I just want to make sure that I ain't all busted up inside where it don't show, you
2: see. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll just take a look at, qu- 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 at that. Hmm. <laughs> mm, you haven't had any temperature.
1: Oh, no, no, feel great. You see, doctor, just between the two of us again, I as insured for anything that you find, so... Fine, whatever you can, you know.
2: <laughs> I see. Well, let's pull the covers back here a little. Yeah. Oh, this little scar on your head there. That...
1: Uh, well, that uh, wasn't exactly an accident. Mm-hmm. That was another accident I had at home. A vase slipped out of my wife's hand. Again. Oh, yeah. Are your legs all right? Oh, yeah, legs is fine.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do your arms feel?
1: Oh, it is great, too. I do my caloricinics every morning. I get
2: up and do all that. Yes. Stuff, yeah. That's good stuff. Do you have any pain of any kind?
1: Uh, no, sir, no, sir. Of course, I worry a lot. The, the main thing, uh, just between the two of us that I worry about, I want to make sure that the insurance company going to give me as much as I can get, you see. Oh, yeah. You see, I is basing everything on shock. You know, that's a bad thing, and I figured that if I can stay shocked for a year at $25 a week, that would be pretty good. You know how I tell
2: you. Yes, right. yes, yes. Well,
1: <clears throat> uh, uh, what is that thing you fill filling out there, Doctor?
2: Oh, this is the medical form showing the extent of your injuries.
1: Yeah, well, extend it out as much as you can there, with you, Doctor. <laughs> yeah, I'll write down everything you can think of. There.
2: Yes, now just let me tap your chest here. Oh... Huh? Uh, mm-hmm. uh,
1: what is you marking on the chart there?
2: Normal, perfect shape. Now, uh, let me check your knee reflex.
1: Yeah, sir. Mm mm-hmm. hmm. Flew right up there, didn't
2: it, the Doctor? Yeah, <laughs> th- that's bad, isn't it? Oh, just perfect. Absolutely normal.
1: Wait a minute, Doctor. I ain't trying to collect from the insurance company. You see, that's what I'm trying to do. You think I'm trying to win a physical <laughs> culture prize here? <laughs>
2: Yes, I understand. Now, I want to listen to your heart here with a stethoscope. Yeah,
1: there's a tune in my heart see what's going on there.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, just breathe in and out, please. Uh, breathe just naturally, please.
1: I can't. Since the accident, that's the only way I can do it.
2: Oh, how did you breathe before the accident? Like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you can't breathe that way now.
1: Uh, not a chance. No, I can't
2: do it more. Uh, can you tell me of any other specific thing that bothers you? Just getting the money from the insurance company. Right? <laughs> hmm. Well, there are no head injuries or anything like that. Uh, I think that's everything, Mr. Stevens. Uh, you
1: got everything down there you can think of?
2: Yes, I think everything is on the report. Uh, will you sign this report, please?
1: Uh, yes, I'll sign that. George
2: Stevens. Thank
1: you. Uh, doctor, tell me this. In case I tell the insurance company that i going to take him to court, uh, would you be willing to tell him that you would go to court and testify in the case?
2: Mr. Stevens, if this goes to court, rest assured I'll be there.
1: That a boy, Doc. That a boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with me there. You is my man. Yeah. And another thing, uh, keep all this confidential. you see. I don't want everybody to know. You know what I mean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, I think I know. Yeah.
1: Now... If uh, I want to get a hold of you, doctor, you better leave me your phone number here.
2: Uh, I'll leave one of my cards on the table right here. Oh, uh, thank you, doc.
1: Yeah, I- I'll get you some other case as soon as I get out. <laughs>
2: fine. Well, I'll run along now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, come in, come in.
1: Yeah, come in, Andrew. Oh, hello.
2: Uh, uh, is you
1: busy? Uh, no, the doctor just leaving.
2: Well, uh, goodbye, Mr. Stevens. Uh, thank you very
1: much, doc. I'll get in touch with you. Everything working fine, ain't it? Oh, the doctor went over me from top to bottom. I tipped him off about the shock. Mm. He put them tubes in his ears. He listened to my chest and all that stuff. He thumped me up good and all that business. Oh, yeah, that's great. I glad you said it. they sent you over a good one here. Yeah, oh, he is with me a hundred percent. Yeah, you know when the two of us get to working together, we really got a great combination. Oh, yeah. I got an idea to another one. Yeah? What is it, partner, dear? Uh, look here. Yeah, after we gets the money from the insurance company, then we sues the motorist that hit me. Well, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I think we'd better forget the motorists and go after the insurance company. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, we'll forget the motorists and sue the insurance company. Oh, sure, that's a thing to do. The motorists don't mind to nothing. No. Yeah, and this doctor that examined me will go to court for me if the insurance company wants to go to bat on the thing. Oh, great. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, how'd you like the doctor? What was his name? Uh, his name, it's over there on that card. He left it on the table right there. Yeah, let me see here. Let me see. Hmm? Dr. C. Harvey Smith Pro Uh oh. Uh, what are you thinking? Uh, uh this is the card of the doctor that was just in here to examine you? Yeah. Well, uh, like we both said, uh, there's only one thing to do. Uh ha ha ha. <laughs> Sue the motorist. <laughs>
0: Next Friday, at this same time, we'll bring you another Amos and Andy show with more about the kingfish and his shock. Be sure to hear it, for at that time, the boys will have as their guest the fine motion picture and stage star, Victor Moore. That's next Friday night over these same stations. Our program is broadcast to our armed forces everywhere. This is Harlow Wilcox, and before I say goodnight, I have this important reminder. You have been asked this year to give more generously than ever before to the Red Cross. Yes, more generously, even though it might be harder for you to do so. But remember, never has the need for Red Cross services been so great. One of the many, many services rendered by the Red Cross is to keep up morale at home and over there. In time of trouble, a Red Cross field director manages to contact the serviceman's local Red Cross chapter for information and help. So won't you help them keep up this and their many other services? Match Red Cross devotion with your dollars. Thank you, and good night.